a day in the life of dealing with somebody in the cluster B syndrome, well, it can be like crazy making. They talk about crazy making and how it affects your life on a daily basis. Welcome to this podcast of My Inner Torch. Well, again, I have to say I admire each and every one of you dealing with somebody with borderline personality disorder. I've had a lot of emails that have asked me to relate more personal experiences that I deal with on a day-to-day basis. And I guess people are asking that because they kind of want to compare notes. We all want to compare notes. We all want to say, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. My, my significant other did that. My mother did that. My brother does that. My sister does that. You know, we all kind of want to share different experiences, I guess, to kind of make us feel like we're not crazy. It's called crazy making. And what that is is simple. It's when the borderline or the narcissist just does things that are just inexplicable. And I will share and relate an experience to you that actually happened this morning with my UBPD wife of almost 19 years. We're getting close. 20 years of our relationship. So we have a, uh, a study that we're trying to create for my wife. Uh, she is a teacher and she wants to be able to come home and spread out all of her work and be able to get her lesson plans put together, her curriculum put together. And so this study that we had had some stuff that we were trying to sell at a flea market over the summer and it was kind of cluttered. And so my wife was relegated to going to her room because if you've listened to previous podcasts, she basically stormed out of our bedroom almost two months ago and has uh, since to return. She is still there. So she has been going up to her room and uh, getting into bed at 5.30 in the afternoon, which is pretty crazy, uh, leaving me and my daughter to pretty much do what we have to do, make dinner, hang out, catch up with the day, play with the dog, etc. And of course, she is being the victim here because she cannot sit on the floor. She can't you know, uh, come down and be with us because she has to be martyring herself, saving the world like she does, Uh, doing her lesson plans because nobody else in the world does that. Only she does. And if you sense a little bit of sarcasm, you're absolutely correct because this is the martyr feature that you may find with somebody with borderline or narcissistic personality disorder. They are martyrs. Nobody else does what they do in this world today. They are the ones who are out there. They are the ones making the trains run on time. And uh, if they weren't in the world, well, the world would be basically like a, a, a black void, so to speak. So long story short, um, you know, we had clutter in that room and she was complaining about, you know, sitting on the floor and spreading out her stuff. So as I said, she was relegating herself to her bedroom, basically being antisocial and feeling sorry for herself. So last night I decided, you know what, I'm going to clear out this clutter. I'm going to take it back to the basement where it originally was before we wanted to try to sell it with the flea market. So my wife did come down last night and she saw what I was doing and she's like, oh, you're going to be putting this stuff on eBay. You're going to be putting this stuff on Craigslist. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'm going to be getting rid of it. But in the interim, I was putting it back into the basement. So this morning as she was getting ready to leave for work, she was in a mood in some form or fashion. I don't know what was bothering her, but again, we were playing the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon because 
I made a comment to my daughter saying, oh, did you, you know, did you eat those fruit chews that I bought the other day at the store? And of course, my wife's reaction was, well, I guess, you know, when you gain back the weight that you lost, because she was referring to weight that I have lost uh, over a couple of years ago, uh, you know, you're going to have to buy another wardrobe. <clears throat> well, where did that come from? I was only asking my daughter whether she liked the fruit shoes. I didn't tie myself into that. And my wife knew that I bought two packages of the fruit shoes. And obviously I ate one package. And because of that, I was going to gain 30 pounds and I was going to have to buy another wardrobe. So that's crazy making right there. Why does it have to loop back to me? And I guess it just has to, because it's the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Anything and everything that may go wrong in this world has to loop back to you. But back to the story. So as she was getting ready to leave, she made a comment like, oh, my, my blood pressure has just gone up because you put everything back into the basement. And unfortunately, again, you know, I try to walk on eggshells, but I was like, well, yeah, I did, but I'm going to get rid of it. And of course, her response was, oh, well, I've heard that before. You know, I've heard that before. You're not going to. And then she started talking about the fact that we're having somebody to come out and clean our furnace and they're not going to be able to get to the furnace and I'm going to be doing it the night before and just a whole bunch of crazy accusations. Well, unfortunately, I took the bait and an argument ensued. And of course, she stormed out and went to work. And that was that. But that's the crazy making. My wife, in a normal circumstance, might have said, and I said to her, I said, I really you know, I thought you would appreciate the fact that I cleared out this room. And of course, then she had to turn that back and be a martyr and say, well, you have to, you know, you don't appreciate the fact that I've waited, you know, 11 and a half years and you're not going to do anything and it's all going to be back in the basement and et cetera. And I, I want to take a match and I want to light a match to it. Well, these are all these blitzkrieg emotions that she has. Immediately, we have to go from one end of the spectrum to the next. Now, a normal person in my thought process in my fantasy world would have said, Hey, you know what? I really appreciate you clearing out that room for me, but you know what? I'm kind of concerned that you put the stuff back in the basement and I'm, I'm kind of worried that it's going to stay there. That would have been a normal way to say it. And then we could have had a normal conversation to which I would have responded. No, I'm planning to sell it. Well, you know, I'm concerned because in the past you have said that you're going to do that, but you know, you may not always get a chance to follow through. And I just want to make sure you, you, you do that in that kind of tone. But instead there had to be the accusations. There had to be the crazy making that it would never happen, that she's going to have to take a match and light it. And that I've disappointed her for 11 and a half years. And that, you know, I don't realize how upset she is about that. Well, I do. And I understand her, but this is what we deal with. We deal with people who go off the rails, with people who don't respond normally, with people who poke the bear once too many times. And that's what my wife did this morning. And no doubt she's going to come home and who knows what kind of mood she's going to be in. And that's the weird thing with BPD and MPD because she may come home and depending on her day, she may have forgotten that this ever even transpired. So that's the weirdness that we deal with. That's the crazy making that we talk about. That's the walking on eggshells that a lot of people have written to me, have emailed me, myinnertorch at gmail.com. I always welcome your input. What are you dealing with? 
And by the sounds of it, a lot of people are dealing with people that are just plain abusive. And again, I bring back the term love, you know, abuse is not love. We may interpret that, you know, we may try to see love where it isn't. And again, I talked about this in previous podcasts that I am convinced that people with this personality disorder, people in cluster B, they can't love. They don't love us. They just don't. And again, you can't and shouldn't take this as an insult to you. You know, am I not lovable? Can somebody not love me? Well, yes, the right person can. But remember, we tend to seek out these people. I know I do. I know when I look back on my relationships, my previous relationships, other than the one with my my wife, I do look back and think, you know what? That person had something up with them and I had to fix them. And I can compare relationships by seeing that when somebody nice comes along, and I've had a few people come along that were nice, that is, as I said, a repellent to me personally. There's nothing to fix. So I, I would discard those people because that wasn't really interesting to me. I had to rescue somebody. I had to fix somebody. And if you weren't fixable, well, then I guess really there was nothing for me to do because I am codependent in that regard. I am a caretaker. So if you look that up, and I've talked about this, as I said, in previous podcasts, you know, you have to turn inward. You're not going to fix the borderline. You're not. You're not going to fix the narcissist. It's, it's just not going to happen. I'm not going to fix my wife. My wife is not going to think, you know what? I, I did something wrong here. I went off the rails. I'm going to come back and I'm going to apologize. That is not going to happen. Not in a million years. In fact, she may come back and serve me with divorce papers again. Because now she's decided, you know what, we have to get divorced, we have to get separated, but hey, you know what, I'm going to stay in the guest bedroom because you basically pay all the bills, And uh, but we'll get divorced. But we already are. In the true sense of the word, we are not together. This is not a normal relationship. This is not a normal marriage. Somebody doesn't get up, leave the bedroom, not come back, live in another room. And by the way, I do think that there is some passive aggressiveness going on here, because there are more issues that my wife will not relate to me because she can't. She'll save that for another day, for another incident. But when you trigger the borderline or the narcissist, well, then you hear just a litany of things that are wrong with you. And have you ever noticed that they don't ever take any onus for their own behaviors and they don't ever apologize? It's your fault. Everything that's wrong in this world is your fault. The fact that the stock market is tanking somehow, some way is because of you. The fact that, you know, there are terrible disasters in this world somehow, some way is related to you. You are their punching board, so to speak, their punching bag. Understand that. And if that's a role that you wish to continue to play, well, then step right up to the plate because that's what you're going to do. That's what I do each and every day. And so, yeah, some days are okay. Some days we get through, but there's always that underlying theme, always sort of like almost magma under a volcano. It's always bubbling there. It's always there. 
and you just have to trigger it. And that's what happened this morning with me and my wife. Somehow, some way, the fact that I cleaned out the room and wanted to set it up for her, something that with no malice turned into a fiasco, turned into an argument. And again, you have to ask yourself in a normal circumstance, in a normal relationship, one that's not dysregulated, would that happen? You know, somebody might say, you know, I appreciate you doing that, but I'm just concerned with what, you know, with the stuff that you took out of the room. No, that didn't happen. It just, again, the faucet was turned on and we had to have the martyrdom syndrome going on and, oh, you know, woe is me and it's all about me and it's all whatever. It's, it's not, it's a clean room, an opportunity for us to move a couch into that room make it more comfortable for my wife so that she can actually remain on this level and not have to relegate herself to the bedroom at 5.30 in the afternoon. I ask you, what's wrong with that? MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. As always, podcasts uploaded each and every Friday at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Appreciate your support again. Thank you for listening. Be well and whatever you do, be good. This has been My Inner Torch. (laughs) 